if you haven't figured it out, it is our Holiday Club Sunday. <laughs> and so we, we had an amazing week, and we wanted to end the week with, by taking over the Sunday morning service, which we thought would just be appropriate. Um, and it's been just such an amazing time. So we just want to say thank you to all the leaders, to all of the parents and people that contributed, to everybody that prayed for us, that sponsored money or resources, um, who did teachings, who did just so many things. And so we just want to say thank you to them and want to say thank you to all the leaders. So let's give them a round of applause. It was great. Um, also, one of the leaders that was really important and did uh, a lot, and it's her birthday today, so Lamia. Is it your birthday today? Not your birthday today. Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday's your birthday. Well, same thing. Close enough. Today, tomorrow. <laughs> so please stand up. Let's give Lumia a nice round of applause. Happy birthday for Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, we had an amazing core team. We just did amazing things. So we just want to say thank you to, to all those guys. Um, and then, um, yeah, the other birthday that is, it is today is my beautiful wife. So I want to say happy birthday to my wife. She's watching at home today. Hello. Hello. Um, I, I, I honestly, I am the man that I am because of her. Um, she's a great and most wonderful wife. She's a great mother to my daughter, um, and she's just um, yeah. She inspires me every single day. So happy birthday, my love, and I hope you have an amazing day. All right. All right. We can release baby's Bible class. You guys can head off to to you guys if you haven't already gone out. Um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go into our sermon time. Um, uh, I, I really hope that this morning uh, you hear the word that God has placed on my heart for this morning. Um, and this week, we, as I said, our theme has been around the world. Um, and um, we've looked at just how Jesus is, come, came to this earth to not just, not just to die on the cross for us, but to really just show us how to live. And, and the message of the gospel goes right around the whole world. And it is such an amazing message um, and sometimes we really just don't, we just, it kind of gl- gl- glazes over us as Christians. Sometimes we give our hearts to the Lord and we're all full of zeal. And then slowly over time, we really forget just an ama- what an amazing responsibility and what an amazing privilege it is to, that Jesus is in our hearts. And, and, and so that's this week we tried to do, teach the kids that, that there is only one God we serve. We don't serve money, we don't serve time, we don't serve anything other than God. We serve him, and we live in a way that honors him, and we live in a way that shows compassion and kindness to the world, and we show the world how we, can, how, how we should be. And so this morning, and before I do that, I want to, uh, let me see, this, here we go. There, there's our planet. Isn't that cool? Hey? Do you know that this planet is so full of so many things? If you could go anywhere in the world, if you could go anywhere in that little spinning globe over there, where would you go? And Why? Can't just like say like Mauritius and then not tell me why. So. Where would you go? South Korea? Okay, good. Where else would you guys go? Anyone? Greece? Why would you go to Greece? Because that's where they film Mamma Mia. Now that is an amazing good reason to go to Greece. <laughs> where else would you guys go? Anyone else? Disney World, America, America? Okay. Guys, there's so many amazing, beautiful places. There are some beautiful high mountains. There is some wonderful forests. There is, you can see where I would love to go. Um, There are beautiful beaches, wonderful deserts, people in many different cultures, many different um, ways of living. 
Our world is so, so beautiful, um, so diverse, so wonderful. But in, that, in all the goodness that is also in that planet, where would you not go? <laughs> yeah? There's some, there, 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 there are some places we wouldn't want to go, okay? Like, I don't want to go anywhere where there's war. I don't want to go in a place where there's famine. I don't want to go to a place where there's brokenness. Oh, wait, that's everywhere. <laughs> you see, the world, just as full of goodness that it is, the world is also filled with so many, so much evil, so many trials, tribulations, so many people that are struggling with so many things. And so this message, my message this morning is, um, how do we impact this world? How do we impact the world around us? How do we appreciate and, and, and love all the good, but at the same time make a difference to all the bad that is on in this world? Um, and I want us to begin to, um, on Friday, that was the message, that was the last lesson that we spoke to the kids about, was about impacting the world. And they had a, a memory verse from nine, Psalm 96, verse 3. And so I, I want to share with you guys just that passage from verse 1, actually, um, because I just feel that this passage really did, uh, is, um, encompasses how we can impact the world. So it says, Psalm 96, verse 1 to 3 says, Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. That's, that's you. Um, sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all people. What does it mean to declare his glory? What does it mean to proclaim his salvation day after day? What does it mean to sing to the Lord, and praise his name? Well, it means to recognize and to proclaim the greatness and the splendor of God. That's what it means. See, we, 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 it is important that we do every single... We impact the nations with our lives, with our words, with our actions, with our thoughts. When we declare the greatness and the most awesomeness of who God is. God's glory. So what is God's glory? Well, God's glory is his attributes, his character, and his mighty deeds. It's all, he, it's all the works, everything he does, every single day, seen and unseen, throughout the past, the present, and the future. That's his glory. God's glory is too big, too, um, just too great to be able to put into just words. It is also too hard to contain into just um, the boundaries of my own personal experience or heart. It's even too big to just comp uh, to, to compartmentalize it in the boundaries of this, of this auditorium and say, okay, well, we can sing God's glory here today as we celebrate his name. Because it's bigger than that. You see, God's glory transcends all cultures, all languages, and all nations. 
It's a glory that demands to be declared so that all people come to know and to worship the one true God. God's work in our lives in the world is not meant to be hidden or confined to just our personal experience, just what we, how we see it and feel it on a Sunday morning or when I'm at home and having my quiet time and be like, wow, God, that was so amazing. I really felt you today. Those things are great. And that is God's glory. And God should get glory for that. But it's not just that. God's glory is meant to be shared, it's meant to be celebrated, and it's meant to be proclaimed to all people all the time, everywhere. See, when we recognize how big and how amazing God's glory is, when we really understand it, it should stir within us a passion, a desire, it should stir something in us to say, I can't but share this, I can't but celebrate this, I can't but just give, tell other people. But instead what we do is we go to our workplace as Christians and we keep it to ourselves. Sunday morning was great, but tomorrow's work, so we'll just keep it down. Well, tomorrow's school, so you know, I've got friends, you know, and I don't want to like upset them. We are called to testify of his power. We are called to sing his praise to the Lord every day. We are called to to share his love, his grace, his salvation. We We are called to share how he's worked wonders in our lives, both big and small, and to the lives of those around us. You see, one one word is like an like a pebble in a in a in in a in a bowl of water or in a dam. It ripples. Because when I tell people of God's glory, of the thing that he's done in my life or in the life of somebody else, it doesn't just stop there. It goes and it goes and it goes and it ripples. It's like a domino that you touch and it just keeps going and suddenly there's this beautiful array of dominoes that are falling. Or it's the, it's just, those little acts that happen in our lives are supposed to inspire everything that happens around us. When we wake up and we see a sunset and we go, oh, that is so beautiful, it's not meant to just be, oh, it's so beautiful for you. It's meant to be, it's so beautiful for the world. It is meant to be something that you say, God, thank you that I got to stand up, that I got to wake up today, that I got to experience that moment. So why is that important? And how do, we, how do we every single day, how do we declare God's glory? This morning, I want, to, I, want you to, I want you to know how you do that every single day. Because the message is simple. God is glorious. He's wonderful. He's majestic. He's, he's just amazing. And so how do we in our every single day lives, how do we share that glory? How do we proclaim it to the nations? Well, the first way is with gratitude. First, we need to declare his marvelous works with an attitude of gratitude. We need to praise his name and be thankful through all seasons, all the time. See, our natural inclination is to complain. (laughs) I've got no money, I'm sick, I'm tired, had a long week, 
that holiday club has been terrible. Done. Can't wait for my holidays now. But there's something bigger than that. And to say, God, thank you. Thank you that, I, that you do provide for me, that you do bring healing to me, that you do bring restoration to me. Thank you, Lord God, for every little seed that was planted this week in every child's life, no matter how small, because that small little seed will grow into a mighty tree somewhere some, in time. We need to rec- recognize that every good thing comes from him, not just the million bucks that you hope that gets added into your account, but every good thing, every rand, every cent, every, every moment, every blade of grass, that good, every good thing comes from him, and we should be thankful for that. We need to genuinely, genuinely appreciate the marvelous things that God does in our lives. Our hearts need to be thankful. When you're sitting in a restaurant and you get your meal, you shouldn't be, you, your, your first thought shouldn't be, oh Lord God, I get to eat this burger, yes! It should be God, thank you! Thank you that I get to eat this awesome burger! You shouldn't have to, you shouldn't be so concerned about, oh, should I pray? Because I don't know if people are going to think weird of me. Oh, well, I just won't pray because, you know, don't want to upset anyone. No! Say thank you. Be grateful for the food that you've got on your plate in front of you. Thank you, Lord God, for the miracles that he makes in your lives every single day, every moment of every day. Thank you. Colossians 3, verse 15 to 17 let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. Be thankful that the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all the wisdom through the psalms, the hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And whatever you do, whether in word or in deed, deed do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to, the Father, to, thanks to God the Father through him. Everything you do, whether it is in word or in deed, do it all in the name of the Lord. Psalm 107, oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. He is steadfast. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble and gathered in the lands from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south. He has redeemed our troubles. May not feel like that always right now. But when he does, be thankful. Your thanks and your thankfulness will impact this world. It will make the biggest difference than than, than you could ever know. Be thankful. Praise his name. Second, we can declare God's glory right through the world when we share of how he's provided for us in times of need, how he's healed us in our brokenness, and how he's brought restoration in our lives. We forget, again, how amazing our testimonies are, how amazing our stories are. The Bible is filled with incredible stories, stories of of incredible potential to impact lives and point others to the reality of God's work. They serve as tangible evidence and faith of God's faithfulness and goodness, not just the word, but also then in our lives. How many times 
have you shared of God's faithfulness to you? Can you count them? In preparation, I was thinking about that, and I was like, I know, God, you've been faithful, and I can recount so many examples of his goodness in my life and faithfulness in my life. And then I try to count how many times I share of that, those stories to others. And I'm embarrassed to say how little that is. Like maybe in a, in a sermon or in a conversation with somebody, I do. But I'm embarrassed that I don't do it more. And I'm like, why do I not share my story? Why do I not share more often about how amazing God is? Matthew 5 says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under the people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, put it on a stand and, give light, and it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Share that, your stories. Share the light that is in you. Share the saltiness that is in you because that's how we impact the world. We impact the world by telling people, by showing people how God has worked in my life, no matter how small that is. Because again, that little moment, that little story might be the thing that changes that person's life, that allows them to go, oh yeah, that does, that, that does, I want, I want that taste. And then it switches and their life can be changed. Don't hide your light. Don't cover it up. Share it. Show it to the world. Show all that God has done in your life As we openly share our stories, we create an atmosphere of authenticity and vulnerability, inviting others to experience the same transforming power in their own lives. Your workplace is filled with broken people that need to hear your story. Your school is filled of broken people that need to hear Jesus. Your, your, your family needs to hear your story, Jesus' story, God's word, every day. The third way that we, that we impact the world is by proclaiming his miracles every single day. It's not just about telling, it's about shouting his miracles, proclaiming it to the nations. God's great and miraculous miracles are recorded in Scripture. The parting of the Red Sea, the raising of the dead, the transforming hearts. God's miracles are, his, are evidence of his power and of his compassion for the world. And again, it's not just the stories of the Bible. Those stories are there and they're supposed to inspire us. But do you guys know that God performs miracles every single day, all day? around our beautiful globe. Because sometimes we think that the miracle is getting a million rand in our account. God, it's a miracle! Woohoo! I got a million bucks! But do you guys know that the salary you get in your account, that's also a miracle. 
<laughs> the pocket money you get, that's a miracle. Seriously, because sometimes you guys don't really don't deserve it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, it's a miracle. Waking up in the morning and breathing, it's a miracle. Feeling the cold is a miracle. Being healed when you are sick is a miracle. As followers of Christ, we are called to proclaim these miracles, sharing these stories of his supernatural interventions in our lives. Whether it's through personal conversation, public speaking, using Facebook, or any other digital platform, we have the opportunity to spread the God's message of his miraculous power and invite others to believe in him and his ability to work in our lives every day. I wanna, I wanna encourage you to not just post on Instagram how amazing your breakfast looks, <laughs> but to proclaim the miracles every day of how amazing he is. Hashtag God's glory. Psalm 77 verse 14, you are the God who works wonders. You have made known your strength among all people. God's marvelous works are not confined to just the past. They, they occur every day in our midst. And as we embrace the call to declare his marvelous works, we need to be conduits of his miracles. How many times have you gone into school or gone into your workplace or gone to a family gathering, or gone to a birthday party, or just gone into the shops expecting a miracle. Are you ready for a miracle? Do you want the miracle? Again, I'm embarrassed to say that I don't always do that. I run into this game thinking, I need to get my medicine. I'm not running to this game to expect a miracle. We need to celebrate those stories of God's work in our lives and his power because proclaiming those miracles become beacons of hope, reminding others that God is still in the business of making miracles happen and breaking through in every circumstance, everyone. God is in the business of healing, of providing, of reconciling, of delivering, and we need to ignite faith and stir an expectancy in the hearts of all of us to impact the world. Because when we can impact the world, we can change the world. And the final way that we can make a difference to God's glory is by showing people the redemptive work of the way of the cross. The message of salvation through faith in Jesus is the pinnacle of his glory. As we shared in communion, that moment that Jesus was about to, to show something so glorious. <laughs> his disciples still didn't get it. And he went and he died on a cross. The world shook. God's glory, the, most, the pinnacle of God's glory, the day he died for you. The day he died for everything that was broken, everything that is being stolen, every war, every selfishness, every, just, every, he took it all and said, for you, I forgive you. 
we need to declare that, that message. We need to share the gospel. The gospel of the good news that brings hope, forgiveness, and eternal life to all those who believe. Matthew 28, verse 19, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Mark 16, and he said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to all of creation. He who has believed has been baptized shall be saved, but he who, has been, who disbelieves shall be condemned. Acts 1, verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and even to the remotest areas of the world. It is through proclaiming the gospel that people can experience his transformative power. We need to share the gospel message more. We need to share the gospel message with clarity, with conviction, and with compassion. Knowing that it is that power that will change people's lives. The gospel is the most profounding and life-transforming message that humanity can ever receive. This is the single most important aspect of impacting the world, sharing Jesus and trusting that they accept him. Next week, um, we have Mission Sunday, and we're going to just hear a bit more about some of the ways that, as a church, we are impacting the, the world through the gospel message, through various ways. So please listen to next week's message. It can be good. But the gospel message declares that despite our brokenness and sin, that God sent his son, Jesus, to offer forgiveness and eternal life to us. And through his death and resurrection, Jesus conquered sin and death, opening the door to a restored relationship with God. God wants to redeem that, this world. He wants to take away all the brokenness. He wants it to just be filled with all the beauty that is there. And he wants you to be a part of it. Not taken out of it or away from it. So, how are you going to impact the world this week? My challenge to you this morning is very simple. Can you be thankful? Can you share your story? Can you proclaim his miracles? Can you touch people's lives with the gospel? We are called to be witnesses of God's greatness, reflecting his glory and his power. Our lives should be a testimony of his presence. We should strive to live with integrity, with holiness, and with love in every community that we are in, whether it's our workplaces, our schools, our families. Our words, our actions, and our attitudes should always align with the truth that is the gospel. When others see the impact of God's glory and his work in our lives, are they drawn to him? My challenge is simple. Impact the world this morning, today. Impact the world. 